before we got married, we were long distance in our um, relationship for about six years, I would say. About six years. About six years. And so I would fly back to um, Dallas from New York um, every couple of weeks. And mm -hmm. I had business there and then also had business there. And so our business, the business of getting married. And um, one of those lessons or sessions that we went, to, we were going into with um, our counselor was uh, right before, you know, a couple leading up until the day, um, our big day. And what she told me was, listen, I know you all are not married just yet, but something that you're going to need to know about your soon to be fiance or your soon to be husband, he's your fiance now, is that he needs his rest. And you need to know that you want to make sure that he gets his rest and i said okay that's fine make sure that he gets his rest and i didn't truly like understand like the importance of what like what she was really saying um but as the years went on we're going into year 12 september to be 12 years of being married um i i better understand like so much more of how to help you protect what you need to, you know, she wasn't just talking about sleep because I thought, oh, yeah, okay, he needs to get sleep. Yes, that's true. But she was just really talking about the refueling and making sure as his wife that I was aware of his gauge, of his capacity gauge. And he needed to be, he needed to stay within a certain range on that gauge. And me being his wife, I needed to be aware of that so I could assist and support in that effort because when he was in that in that gauge that particular gauge then we would be better right and everything we do will be better like it was just going to be a win-win when I helped him stay within that gauge and making sure that I didn't take him out of that gauge because as a wife we can absolutely do that and then as a wife we can absolutely help him stay in that gauge so I was grateful for that then but I'm even more so grateful for it now because it is a constant reminder to me to be aware of his gauge but it also helps me to be aware of my own gauge and what we're talking about today on this episode of the married Penu life podcast uh we're going to be going over the four ways to build without burnout as married entrepreneurs. yep so we're talking two spouses two different capacities but no comparisons how about that so in this episode you're going to be hearing we're going to be talking about um, something that we like to call the yuc principle which is your unique capacity and we're going to be going over the four parts of building out your capacity or, or understanding it so you don't overwhelm it and you're also going to be hearing about the early signs of burnout how to know what they are for you for yourself and how to prevent that um, so those are just a few of the things that we're going to be going over in this episode of the American New Life Podcast. So y'all, let's get ready. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question. And this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Penal Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. This is O.L. Buckley. 
And this is Sway Buckley of MarriedPreneurLive.com. Yep, this is where we help mission-minded married entrepreneurs, those who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and above all of that, leave a lasting impact. Yes, married entrepreneurs come to us to sync high-level systems with laser-clear strategies to live and build out their big God vision to do that purposefully, powerfully, and profitably. Whether you are an indiepreneur, spousalpreneur, or couplepreneur, this is definitely going to be an amazing episode for you. Indiepreneurs are those marriedpreneur types where both couples or both spouses rather are building individual businesses and then there's also spousalpreneur where one of you is building the business and the other is working the nine to five um, and then there's a couplepreneurs where you all are building the same business together now you can be a combination of a couple of those that's that that's absolutely possible that is our case actually and there's different types of combos within that as well too but these are the main three marriedpreneur types Right, so we, the two of us, are indie and couplepreneurs at this season and this stage in life. <laughs> that's where we. Um, that's where we are. Yes, and so I have a consultancy. Yep, I help organizations to boost profitability as well as families who want to build out their real estate portfolio through home acquisition. Likewise, I co-own a realty company where we help first-time home buyers to buy like investors and not consumers. Yes, and so with my individual business, I have a consultancy helping creative women build multiple revenue streams with their craft. And with that as well, I have a staffing firm, creative arts staffing as well too. But together, we are Marriedpreneur Life. So I wanted just to give you a little background about that. But today, what we're talking about are four simple ways to build without burnout. And I know this is a very hot topic right now. I know a lot of people are not necessarily talking about it, but it, I think it needs to be talked about even more so. And the reason why um, we're bringing it up again, because we do have an episode out called Strategic Sabbath that I think is definitely on the same lines, but now we're gonna go even deeper on how to see these signs, how to recognize burnout, but not only not only how to recognize it, um, what to do about it, like in between those seasons, because we don't want to live in burnout. And oftentimes, many people do live in the burnout where you're constantly going day after day after day after day. You have all these checklists, but you're that's all you're doing is checking off the list, and then you end up burnt out, and you're working to get towards that vacation time, right? It's kind of like, like what is like is this life? You know what I mean? Like is that is that what we're building? What are we building? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. This makes me think of this time that I was driving. Um, one actually the first time that this particular thing happened, but I was driving my car with a friend in the car and we're going down the highway and I can't remember if we were going somewhere or coming from somewhere, but in either case, we're driving down the highway and I see this yellow light on the dashboard pop on, boom, and you know, it is the gas gauge. And as I'm paying attention to it, I'm like, yo, we're going to need to get some gas soon. And what I did as I was thinking about this particular instance, there was something that I did while driving on the or driving with the gas light on. And I took a few notes and I want to I want to highlight some things that I did here. And I want you to kind of just you guys just listen to this and think to yourself, does this sound familiar? So one of the first things I did was I overestimated the capacity. I overestimated the car's capacity mm -hmm. while driving with this yellow gas light on. 
And so, you know, you may have read manuals and saw things where it said, oh, yeah, you know, you can get 25 miles on reserve and things like that. So those are the kinds of things that pop into your mind uh-huh. when that should that in the event that that happens. And so, well, I read the manual, so that's why I was aware of it. The second thing is I, with that information, I realized I was testing the truth. I was testing the truth. And the truth was, was that based on the manufacturer, they said that, oh, you can get like 10 miles on the reserve. And so that awareness of even that detail for me caused me to go back to my first point overestimate the capacity. And so I was testing the truth. That's the second thing I did. The third thing I realized I did was I assumed that the next opportunity or next stop to fill up or to get gas would be sooner than I even knew. Cause you got in mind, especially this time I, I was, this was, this was kind of like pride, like, like, like pre ways and, and any kind of uh, GPS on your phone or in your car. And I realized that because I overestimated the car's capacity, because I was testing the truth, pushing the limit, testing the truth, rather than using the truth as a warning, I was testing the truth. And then I realized also that I was making an assumption that the next opportunity to fill up was going to come sooner than it actually did. Wouldn't you know, we ran ran out of gas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that is um, very indicative of how we, oftentimes as Maripreneurs, uh, treat the the resources that we have. When I say resources, I'm really referring to our energy uh, within our capacity that we have. And it is such a precious commodity that we often overlook it. And, and as legacy builders, especially on this here, we're recording this on a Sunday evening. Um, and as we prepare for the week, it's so important to dive into what our what our capacity looks like and mm-hmm. um, being aware of that. So I want to go over what we like to call the YUC principle, um, which is your unique capacity and understanding what your unique capacity is, not only individually, but then as marriedpreneurs as well, too. Yep. Know yours and know your spouse's. Yes. So um, the first, there's a four parts to this. Okay. So the first part is the awareness, right? Understanding um, your capacity gauge. And so when we talk about the story of running out of gas, the thing about the whole gauge when it, in the car, when you're driving is it is right in front of your face. Like we are aware that it is right there. So um, there is no not seeing it. There is no, you could ignore it if you want to, but you really wouldn't want to do that. Right? Well, even to ignore it is still an acknowledgement because you have to acknowledge what you're ignoring. You cho- choosing to ignore it speaks to the fact that you see it. Yeah, exactly. And, but, and likewise, like in life, how we can overlook, ignore our own individual capacity gauges and not even, it, it's not even in front of us. Sometimes we don't even have that in front of us. And that's another thing, just being intentional. So being aware um, is definitely the first step. And the second step is being intentional about that awareness and then intentional intentional about that that fuel that you have to use. Um, when we're when you're driving in a car and you are you, you see your gauge right in front of you, you see how much sometimes people say, Oh, how far am I away from E? That's more so I think your mindset of it. I like to ask the question, how far are we away from full? Because <laughs> I like to stay on the full now, side. What? That's not how I am. That's right. how I was. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, because over the years, you know, he would be like, oh, we're we're close to eat. We got another 20 miles. And I'm like, no. Well, the moment we get like under half or close to a quarter, I want to go ahead and full up. So just understanding 
um, where we were, the difference is, and I think we're closer now. Well, it's interesting as, as we've been talking about this because, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say because when we drive cross country, we drive cross country. Whenever we drive cross cross, cross country, state. cross state. That's see me, that's going through cross the country, but. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we're so, in the tri-state area. In so, any sense, but. whenever we're driving from state to state, I treat the halfway mark like that's empty because I don't want to be stranded and stuck out in the dark. And you know this, this because true. I will stop no, that's true. That's very true. often when that's we drive true. from state to state. But go ahead. That's true. Okay. Um, okay. So I was talking about being intentional. That's the second step, right, of this whole your unique capacity principle is being intentional about how to use what you do have remaining in between the ref the refueling mm -hmm. refuelings um because like if we're driving in a car and you understand that you only have a certain amount of of fuel in the car you're not going to be you're going to be intentional about where you're going how you're using that fuel and making sure that you're not wasteful with it right and i think the closer you get to e the more mindful you are you even drive differently you drive differently right <laughs> like, wait a minute, which is to say you build <laughs> you, differently yeah that's so good that's so true um likewise when we're when we're building uh, as married preneurs how what is our awareness and then our intentionality that's the first and second mm -hmm. step the third thing this is really important. I wrote this down, so I didn't want to miss any of this um, parts of this. Is understanding, um, being aware of your indicators, your triggers, and your red flags. Your indicators, your triggers, and your red flags. And so the indicator, of course, is the light that comes on in on your dashboard, the one that you ignored when you talked about yep. that story. Yep. Um, we all have indicators in our everyday life when we're dealing with our personal capacity, um, and we have triggers. We have things that will remind us or take up even more of the fuel that we expected it to take up. And that, of course, those are of course can be in turn to our red flags. Um, if we ignore those triggers, those indicators, and those red flags, we will definitely be in a place of desperation. Like you said, right now, when driving from state to state or any length of distance, we make sure, let me go ahead and fill up. When I get to half, I'm pretty much, I'm looking at that as I'm on E. Because we know when we get close enough to E, we become uh, desperate. And that, we will take whatever we can get, whatever kind of hole in the wall gas station, whatever price that point that is, whatever quality. We're at the of mercy gas, of whatever's available. You're at the mercy of whatever's available. And here's the thing: when you drive like that, build like that, mm. it brews anxiety. Mm. It brews anxiety because it's like I'm I'm running so low, but yet I still have to perform, and that just brews anxiety. And the more anxious you are, the more, de or should I say, the faster you become depleted. Yeah. That's so true. So likewise, the car dealing with us as well too, building um, without burnout and being very aware of those indicators, those red flags and um, our personal triggers. So we don't find ourselves in that place of consistent desperation, trying to get to a vacay, trying to just finish out the week or finish out the month. If I can just get this. I think it's so important to have a lifestyle of refueling, which leads me to the fourth step, fourth and mm -hmm. final step of this YUC principle is understanding number one what it takes what it requires for you to refuel like how do you refuel and as married newers we don't always refuel the same way as our spouse refuels. absolutely but being aware of what we need but then also being aware of what our spouse needs so we can ensure and make sure that they're getting that holding them accountable did you did you do whatever you know it is that you do um, today or this week or oh it looks like you're getting kind of low because sometimes you know we all have blind spots we oftentimes don't even know and realize 
that we're running low. Um, but if our spouse is aware of what those triggers are, those red flags and those indicators are, if it's short on patience, if it's short on I would energy, just, creativity. Go yeah, ahead. all of that. And I would say also whenever we make small things into big things. Mm-hmm. If small things were a small thing mm-hmm. a quarter ago mm-hmm. and now 90 days later it's a big thing, yeah. that's an indicator. Yeah. I would and, also- it's, and, and that is often better identified by your spouse. Yeah. Sometimes we don't see it in ourselves. And I think that's a very sort of blind spot. Sometimes it takes your spouse to say, you know what? You're short because if this happened 90 days ago, this would have been nothing for you. Now, all of a sudden, it's a big thing. And sometimes, sometimes it takes our spouse to point that out in us. And that mm-hmm. is an indicator. Yeah. I would also say, too, that um, just being aware of how much something requires from us at any given time. Right. Um, and I think this probably goes back to the third step, which is dealing with the indicators. Um, you know, I can be doing something or need to do a task that it requires maybe 50% of my remaining uh, fuel, if you will, my mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you do that same task, it may only require 25% of your remaining fuel because we're different. And right. one of the things that our um, marriage coach or what she counselor mm-hmm. said to us was um, when she told me, you need to make sure that your soon-to-be husband, that he gets his rest. When I thought she was really talking about sleep, she wasn't. She was really talking about knowing his capacity, making sure that he doesn't get burned out and stay there, um, and being mindful not to compare my capacity or his capacity to mine, right? Uh, And making sure that I'm aware that I know we're two different people, but also I'm aware that we have two different capacity gauges and some things that may require more for him may not require as much for me and vice versa and not to put him in that place of expectation which is like false expectation which is really not fair to him it's not fair to me it's not fair to us it's a misplaced it's yes misplaced it's expecting it, it, it's expecting something from some place that doesn't have it to give it mm, that's so, so good yeah you know and just to that point you know it's not always about sleep, though it could include that. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's about doing something different, having that downtime, however you have your downtime. Mm-hmm. And every and both of you are going to have different ways of having that downtime, but it's just important to make sure that you're getting that. Yes. So those were the four parts that we wanted to go over with, the, with dealing with your unique capacity individually and then collectively as marriedpreneurs. Um, we're talking about building without burnout and giving you very direct and clear ways to imagine and implement um, your understanding of your capacity gauge as well as your spouse's capacity gauge as well too as you all are building together because together you have a united capacity right? yes you do you <laughs> yeah. have a collective capacity. collective there mm-hmm. you go Co- collect the collective capacity that's what we're gonna call that the collective capacity so with that being said um, we're gonna head on over to the enjoying the journey together segment where we're gonna be sharing with you practical steps and actionable items to implement these particular principles that we went over today so hopefully this has been helpful for you yep let's go Okay, so here we are at Enjoying the Journey Together. This is where we give you actionable, practical steps so you too can see traction fast. Fast. Okay, so we're talking about building without burnout. That is all the things right now. So here we're going to make it super duper simple in your Wealth Rose Convo and how you all can actually take these steps that we just shared with you and start implementing them. And so we're just going to walk you through the 
your capacity gauge that we just shared on the, that those four parts. And we want to break down those four parts in the most simplistic way. So you all can, number one, be aware about your own selves, but also be aware about what where your spouse is as well. Speaking of awareness, that's a great segue into the first part of your conversation. Um, it's going to be about your awareness, self-awareness first. Where are you concerning your capacity gauge like in this moment, like right now? Where are you today with your capacity? Yes, this is like taking a real time in the moment mm -hmm. sort of self-diagnostic and saying, okay, mm -hmm. here's where I am. But you got to be aware to do that. So that's the first one. And then doing that with each other as well, too, because it's not enough yes. as married manure just to know about your own self to be aware about you. But you definitely need to be aware about where your spouse is and and as we go through the rest of these questions, we'll be able to do the same and help each other, support each other. That's what this is all about on the Marriottpreneur journey, right? So uh, the first part is awareness. And the second one is intentionality, right? And then how and where are you being intentional in the workflow that you do? And go ahead. Yeah, mm -hmm. being intentional about the workflow, being intentional to make sure that you are safeguarding your capacity. This is sort of like a person who would be watching uh, a thermometer, making sure that it doesn't reach a certain point to, to where it doesn't burn out. And so this is where you're going to be intentional about making sure that your workflow doesn't overwhelm you and your systems. And that question can look like, what do I need to change? Or do I need to change anything? Is there anything that I need to change? Um, in my personal workflow to help me be even more efficient and making sure that I'm not getting to burnout faster, right? Um, how how can we be wiser with our time and our energy? And then likewise for your spouse. And then maybe some things that you may realize in your spouse, oh, have you considered doing this? Because I know that you really detest doing such and such. So have you considered doing that when you are feeling like you have more energy so you're not at the end of the day doing that? You know, sometimes it, it helps when our spouse can give us feedback in that area too. Okay. Absolutely. And then the next one is all about your indicators. Mm -hmm. And this is being able to read, monitor, know where you are before you burn out. This Listen. is not an indicator to tell you that you've burned out. Yeah. This is the one to tell you before you burn out. So what are those red flags, right? What are those triggers? We need to know those before you get to that. So when you get triggered, <laughs> when you see those red flags, that you're aware enough to pay attention to it to say, ah, ah, okay, this is a sign. Let me do something about it. And then lastly. Lastly is all about how do you plan to refuel? Mm -hmm. If there is not a fueling strategy, it's amazing. We come up with strategies for virtually everything in our business, mm -hmm. but I just wonder how often do we come up with the strategy to refuel? Mm -hmm. No plane takes off without knowing mm -hmm. in the event of whatever, mm -hmm. how will we refuel and stay fueled? And so you mm -hmm. want to do the same thing as you two are working together. Talk about that. And, and again, this doesn't need to be something that comes up after you've burned out. You mm -hmm. want to say, okay, before we get there, what is needed for me? Mm -hmm. What is needed for you? How do we need to refuel? And that's going to be different. It could be different. It doesn't have to be the same. Don't expect it to be the same. Um, and that refueling does not have to mean just like a vacation. That means like even daily, like how do you need to refuel each day? Um, is it by, you know, when you have your wind down routine, you're able to refuel or like, what is that? And sometimes it could be for some of us, it could be a nap, a mid-afternoon nap, or just, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be even sleeping. It can be just being still for a few moments, um, you know, looking out the window, having, you know, music playing in the background. Like, what do you need? And that could be the daily refuel strategy, but then also that just helps to um, get 
to the next point when you have the bigger refueling strategies, which is like the actual getaways throughout the year. So it's not just like one or the other. It really is a lifestyle. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. So we hope that this has been helpful for you all. And if so, um, do let us know and start, you know, applying even just one thing. One thing can change everything. And so as you are doing this, this is not something that I would say we've reached any type of finish line. We've definitely made a lot of progress, but there's definitely a lot of work that we're going to continue to do on our own selves as we continue to grow in this and share um, behind the scenes on our journey as well, too. But um, if you all are uh, being helped in this area, we definitely want to hear about that. Let us know. You can connect with us over on IG, Marriottpreneur Life, or on Facebook, Marriottpreneur Life as well. You can take a picture with the device that you're listening on and tag us in your stories. We'd love to hear that. Um, and then also, if you're wanting more strategy and more tactics on how to avoid this burnout, if you don't if you don't have a system in place, like an overall vision of where you all are going, that can absolutely be a source of um, pressure, unnecessary pressure. And so one of the things that we've created is a legacy building tool, which is the Marriottpreneur Checklist. And that is a great way to, to a great resource to add to your resource library to assist in you all building your legacy without burnout. You can go ahead and grab yours for F-R-E-E free. That's always in the budget, right? You can go ahead and get yours for free over at marriedpreneurlife.com, marriedpreneurlife.com. We hope you enjoy this. Enjoy it. Let us know your feedback on that too. Um, We're praying for you all, rooting for you, and you know what to do. Yep. Keep living purposely. Powerfully. And profitably. In in sync. sync. Peace out. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, okay. Girl. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, two, three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back